relatives, you know who this is. This is Intertribal Radio, and this is Auntie Talk. Time to talk with Auntie. And this is your hostess, Way You Ani Halloween, aka Indy 41. We got a great guest this evening. You know? Hope the um, season celebrations that you partake in have been good to you and your family. Here at Inner Tribal Radio, you know, just like over at Native Supporting Natives, we are a tribe of ethnicity not a tribe of race. We create that safe circle. We ask that spirit of truth to, you know, come in. But we hang our affiliations up at the door. We are living ancestors acting accordingly. So let's do it, relatives. Let's invite that spirit of truth before we speak to anyone on or about. And let's get it, relatives. This is Intertribal Radio. Yeah! <laughs> 
Here I am. You are here. And <laughs> this is your favorite auntie, Way You Aniha Win, with your other favorite auntie. Okay. It's Punukaki. Hello, listeners. Um, we're very excited to come back and, and share space with you. It's cold out there, sister. Oh man, it's it's like getting smacked with a bucket of ice cold out there. <laughs> <laughs> it's cold. It is cold and I hope that all of our relatives are somewhere safe that they are, you know, having their basic of needs being met, you know, God and relatives. If you ain't out there checking on your own, may I encourage you to check on your own, right? That's right. If we don't do it, who is going to? Who is? Ain't nobody going to do it. Right. And And are we not our first line of defense? That's right. That's right. We have, we're only control of ourselves and uh, definitely checking in on our loved ones. And I mean, this is <clears throat> up here in Montana. We're looking at like negative 30 <laughs> to negative 50 almost in some places. So, Right. And I am speaking to you from Nebraska. And we have been in a... I don't know, two, three day winter advisory, you know, whatever. But we've been shut down for a good three days now. And we are at negative zero. And where are you? I mean, I know where you are, but I mean, where are you in the temperature wise? So out here in Great Falls, Montana, the lovely... uh original ancestral land uh, the little shell the cree and the blackfeet we're looking at uh negative 27 tonight i came home from work and you know i just got into this house it was built in 1918 and um really putting it to the test i came back from work and uh had a thick lining probably Quarter of, quarter of an inch of uh, ice on the inside of the back of my window. Right. So right. I had to end in, rig it up, put some plastic on there, put some blankets up, and get a space heater going. You know, the blanket thing is something that a lot of, you know, relatives can identify with, right? Right. But there's a lot that, like, to crack those jokes about having blankets and um in the windows and in the doorways but you already know that is survival either way you look at it whether it's a cold day or a hot day 
Because that blanket in the doorway will keep a room cool if you need it to. That's right. It's uh, survival at its finest. Mm. I like those choice of words, sister. <laughs> finest. Finest. And when I when I whip that blanket open, Ooh. it's morning time. <laughs> Hair flying all over the place. Ooh. You know, I made it through another night. Another. <laughs> That's right. Blessed with another day. Huh. You know, because uh, every day is a good day to be indigenous, isn't it? That's right. And every day is a good day to listen in to, to anti-talks. Mm. You know what that... I, was, I was thinking about, um, you know, as we're getting ready to come on is, you know, the real and the raw of, of being a indigenous single mom. Mm in this world and you know we got our our generation you know we're 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 six generation healing from those historical and intergenerational traumas and the seventh generation it's it's a different type of generation um i know you wouldn't catch me back talking my mom or um auntie that's right. And so grandma, wouldn't she? That's right. And so this seventh generation, you know, my my daughter, she's she's everything I wish I could have been. She's ten times better better built, better looking, smarter, you know, and I'm grateful that she's got that spunk in her and you know. I feel comfortable and confident that, you know, somebody <clears throat> crossed her, you know, in the in that wrong way that she's going to speak up and and not freeze up. But um, it's it's hard. It's hard raising kids as a single mom and, and or dad let's, or dad. Let's, let's, yes. Let's recognize our our because our, we do have some some brothers out there that are in that role, you know? Right. We want to be inclusive. We want to be inclusive. Exactly right. And um, um, this whole journey that we as living ancestors are continuing, right, of our ancestors before us, um, we've had a lot taken from us. We've had, um, you know, probably, I, I mean, I shouldn't even say probably, I should just be matter of fact, we have had it harder. We've had it tougher than what is being recognized for one. Um, and I mean, even, you know, the outer 
beings, you know, the ones on the outside looking in, or those are the ones, or not those are the ones, but the ones um, passing on that history, right? Right. And so, you know, even, you know, let, let's talk about today, you know, modern today, we've got other relatives out there, you know, um, allying, rallying, uh, bringing awareness um, for reparations, you know. Right. And in that, they're not being very inclusive, you know. Um, modern day slavery is at its highest you know yes acknowledging every thing that our ancestors went through and the resiliency that we as people have survived so bringing this all to seventh generation right now just one more time give your um give your knowledge or your teachings of what and when seventh generation you know to your upbringings to the knowledge to the medicine the bundles all of that that you possess so that I too could um, share mine, you know, as well as other relatives, you know, can reflect on what are your teachings of seventh generation? <clears throat> well, as I've shared before, um, you know, I grew up in an urban area, both my folks from, from the res you know, from the res, from the tribal area, um, Blackfeet territory, a, a, a sliver of the original territory, but up there on uh, where we, where we ended up, my folks were raised up there. Um, both. Can I ask what, real quick, what is urban for you? Because we all may have a different um, definition, you know, because I may be in Nebraska, right? You know, but I, okay, I don't hail from here. I reside here. But in the um, setting I currently reside in, I live in a city that is 300,000. So urban for me may be a different definition of what urban is for you. So that's all I want uh, to ask you right now. Define, um, if you could, what urban means to you out there, you know, where you're from. Because Montana, you know, that is a, that's a big state. You know, it's a big state like Nebraska, but we are 
you know, we're not populated, you know, as maybe say a smaller state like New York, right? Right. And so that's all I'm asking is, could you define what urban means to you? Because, you know, us, you know, living in both worlds, right? Mm. One foot in, one foot out. You know, our um, origin, our, our, where, you know, uh, our beginnings, that sets the precedence, right? And how we kind of gauge other um, environments or um, uh, um, living, you know? It kind of get it, it. It's kind of based off where we come from, right? What we um, see as urban or metropolis or you know highly populated. Well, out here in Montana, <clears throat> we we got a pretty unique um, spread. So we have. We have um, seven territories, seven tribal territories, um, 12 federally recognized tribes. Okay, so could you define territories versus, you know, tribes? Could you? Sure, so reservation where the government put us on. Um, So there's seven reservations out here um of course original territory looked a lot different and there are 12 federally recognized tribes and even more um tribes than what the feds recognize out here so we have what we call um rural area Right, because Montana is like the fourth largest state. Um, our population—I don't know off off the top of my head—but um, like the urban areas, the largest cities are maybe anywhere from eighty to one hundred thousand. So we don't have a you know very large populated um, urban area. And so where where I'm at, so there's frontier, which is like back row frontier uh, areas. And then there's rural, which is way the hell out there in 10 buck two out in the middle of nowhere. And then there's, um, you know, tribal areas, reses, and then there's urban areas. And where where I land is right in between so we have something called the High Line here, and that's uh, we're we're clo- very close to Canada. So the High Line goes from uh, probably forty miles from the Canadian border, all right. all the way across um, up into I want to say four different tribal areas. So I'm right in between the Blackfeet Res and Rocky Boy Res. Sure, because I I remember hearing one of them had like over 
200, you know, miles of land. Yeah. So there is, so Flathead area will be on the Kootenai and the Salish. They are confederated. They have a million acres. Yeah. Um, very smart, very business oriented. Like they got it going on. Like probably yeah. best tribal college, you know, not to put any other the tribal colleges down there all like shout out to all the Montana tribal all colleges. Yes, yeah. Bring it about bringing back language, bring back culture. It's it's pretty exciting. Um but yeah, so I, I'm kinda like in the center of Montana. So there's about I wanna say seventy thousand here where I'm at <clears throat> in Great Falls. And so I live in town. I grew up, I was born in Helena, our capital. Um, my parents, you know, my grandfather, my dad's dad, Blackie Wetzel, he uh, did some work down in DC with Mike Mansfield. We got some pictures with him and like Robert Kennedy and JFK. Uh, he was the president of the American Indian Coalition in the 60s, and then later went and worked for the state of Montana, um, really, you know, advocating and voicing for our uh, minority folks. And so we got off the res. My, my dad grew up on a farm right outside of um, Browning in Cutbank, and my mom grew up on a ranch uh, out there outside of Browning. And so both of them, like I said, grew up in, you know, they went, both were affected by the residential schools. Um, Relocation act. <laughs> yep. Yep. So um, my, my cousin's grandma, and that's one person I know that, um, got relocated out there in California. From what I hear, there's a lot of relocating out in that area, and there's all kinds of intertribal um, community going on out in that area. But, um, yeah, so my knowledge is that, you know, I'm sixth generation, so my brother and I, sixth generation and um I don't really I guess I don't really know what else to, <laughs> to say on that no that part, no but, and that's okay yeah and that's okay I just wanted to have you know your understandings because you know um I just kind of want to bring about that we all have some similar knowledge right of the seventh generation and what it means now the the timing you know the exact timing may be different for all of us you know because I know the Iroquois are often um, re referred to as bringing the seventh generation knowledge 
you know, and I want to acknowledge that as well as acknowledge, you know, speaking from the Blackfoot knowledge and place that you come from, as well as my Sichongu knowledge, because um, seventh generation, you know, in my understanding or what I subscribe to um, is it's more of not a timing like an exact generation right um our understanding is that one generation is a hundred years okay so that's 10 you know you know households within that hundred years right and so or 10 families, you know, within a hundred years, that's one generation in our understandings. And so the timing, I don't think is so much um, the focus of seventh generation meaning, you know, within the tribes. So my seventh generation understanding is that um, I was the but end or the last of the seventh generation, you know, like more um, sixth generation, but end of seventh and that my children were or are um that eighth generation that wasn't promised and so when we speak of seventh generation um knowledge we speak about the healing that comes about within one's healing so my healing in the understanding that I have a seventh generation is that my healing will create healing seven generations back and seven generations forward. So that's what I wanted to kind of get down to is the understanding within us okay indigenous people so what my understanding with that um what what i believe in what i claim is um the seventh generation is going to bring healing our seventh generation is going to be speaking like elders they're going to be very gifted and within within my healing i'm healing seven generations and my understanding and what I've been taught is that's three generations back and three generations forward in myself. Right. So a little bit, little bit different, but I understand what you're saying now. And yeah, my kid is, my kids are a seventh generation and that's what I 
literally just told my little one today, I said, well, she's not little, she's 16. I said, your generation is the one that's going to break her cycle. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And, and God, my hair is standing up over that one. And Kiki, I love you. <laughs> my understanding is, however, it is required that I heal so that I can heal my mother. I can heal her mother and her mother and her mother, right? My healing as well as that healing for my daughter. That's powerful. You know, and so um, it's, it's a lot. Don't you agree to be raising that generation right that's it's a different a different type of generation and those are those are going to be our leaders and I feel I feel comfortable with knowing that you know my nephew who who is also seventh generation is going to be our leader our you know our future leaders and him he went out and got um you know, he he got a full ride scholarship playing basketball, and then he took that degree and went in, off and got his master's degree. You know, his mm-hmm. my brother's dad, you know, <clears throat> passed away to addiction, and you know he he could have used that as an excuse to continue on, not an excuse, legit to continue on. Um, that same path, but he, he really turned it around to, you know, do his place and we or take his place as a future leader. And within that, what an honor to, to be able to turn things around um, for the generations before you. And I'm learning, slowly learning after you know, being in addiction and in and out of the criminal justice system majority of my life till I was 35, coming out and raising a 10-year-old and an 11-year-old who I was still acting like they were babies, talking to them like they're babies. They're like, we're not babies. You know, I was mentally like a child myself, you know, because they say emotionally and mentally, we where we pick, you know, whatever age we were when we picked up, that's what age, <laughs> what age we are when we, when we stop. You know, right. we, we grow quickly um, once we get into the groove of our healing. But it's an everyday ongoing thing. And today we can honor our loved ones, whether if they're still with us or, you know, passed on. Um, we get to honor them every day with with this journey of healing it's been it's been tough i can uh, you know um i can bear witness to that you know i have five myself 
And, you know, um, I've had moments with my sons, you know, from my oldest to my youngest. And my oldest is 31. My youngest is 12, you know. And um, you asked my older ones what it's like to be indigenous and they'll respond, you know, um, with, it's hard. You know, the life expectancy for our males isn't long, nor is it for our females, you know? But the average age of indigenous men Ain't but 33, 34, 35 if you if you if we're really reaching, you know, and a lot of the reason, you know, besides the obvious, besides oppression, besides contact with law enforcement, besides murdering and missing. Besides domestic abuse or lateral violence, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. We're talking 35. Our age range for our murdered and missing, whether it's male or female, is what? It's what? 17 to what? 26? 26, 27. Right. You know, we've got a lot against us. A lot on our shoulders just to exist, just to survive, just to, you know what I mean? So, um, thrive, survive, you know, a lot of us are still walking just the walk of trying to survive and haven't even got on that um, thinking of, no, we done surviving. We are thriving. And the fact that we are here isn't enough motivation for some of our relatives right now. Right. And they are, instead of thriving, they are carrying on those addictions, those mental health um, issues that stems purely from being oppressed or for just being indigenous. You know, I mean, we are not all afforded the same opportunities. And that right there is a true statement. We are not all afforded the same opportunities in life. That's right. You know, right. And and, and so to be a parent this day and time or to be that child at this 
time. Like you said, you know, that eighth generation and in our teachings, there, there is no eighth teaching or eighth generation. You know, it is um, the seventh generation is the last. And the fact that my babies exist, let me really understand um, about my thinking, you know, and how, how to hold on to some of these medicines that have been, you know, passed down to us, you know. Like I said, I don't think that seventh generation is a particular time frame, you know, like it's us and, you know, like how they have generation X, Y, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Baby boomers. I don't think it's like connected like that. I think it's um, in our existence, you know, or as, you know, uh, we exist, you know, it's, um, it's a certain type, I believe, you know, um, I think it's, it's a lot more than just the generalized definition. I think it is, um, a lot more to it. And, holding on to just the you know the basics of it I think could hinder us in a lot of ways you know it can um, create a end or a beginning you know um I think it has a lot to do with how we really think and exist as beings, you know, in in, in this time, Mm. you know, because, you know, we all don't reproduce at the same rate as families, correct? You know, so, you, you know, I I was a young mom. I know you were a young mom. But we have peers that weren't young moms or young dads like us. But they're still mom and dads, right? You know, they may have been, we might have been, I, fuck, I was 19. Excuse my language, but... <laughs> You know what I mean? I was 19, and when I brought mine home, you know, when I loved that sucker, oh, my goodness, he was juicy good, you know? <laughs> and 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 I would just, you know, he was my, my doll baby, you know what I mean? I dressed him like a man, you know what I mean? And he was, he was always sharp. You remember that word? sharp yeah you know to be sharp you know my dad used to say that all the time you know so he walks differently you know than his peers because 
his influences were different. He, he, who he had in his life, they walked a different walk because it was a different time for them. Right. You know, versus, you know, some of my other peers who had children later on in life and had different influences. They may have had more mature or more um, financially or more uh, as I don't, you know, whatever terminology. Edumacated. Or more used and abused. How about that? Okay. Yeah. Right? And so, you know, like I said, I don't think it is a set oh, from you know, 2000 or whatever, you know, 2000 or whatever was that generation. You know, I think it is whatever um, or however they catch up, you know, in the generations, you know, per family, per whatever. But then again, you know, I'm also, you know, one of those thinkers or, you know, believers or tribe, right? That is one of ethnicity and not of race, you know? Race is fucking racism. And so all of those thoughts and uh, influences, they affect or effect those beliefs that we have, right? You know, what do you think? Yeah, definitely um, how we were raised and who we were raised around and the environment we were in. Um, and also, well, I mean, I mean, even, even even just as simple as this, look at the age difference between our children. You know, my my oldest is 31. And, and, and to me, that is eighth generation. And it's, you know, I, and so that's what I'm thinking. I, I think it is something that is according to, uh, you know, when that knowledge comes, you know, within and is received within your family, within your bloodline, you know, I mean, I don't think that people are denied um, necessarily meaning, um, you know, because at this point in time where we are now, ignorance is not an excuse, correct? Right. Educate yourself. Well, and the relatives we come from, right? Um, ignorance wasn't an excuse for them. No. They they stand on their shit, and that's how I stand on what I believe, right? It, it's that ancestral, you know. It, it it's it's where you where you come from. You know, definitely. I look at, I think of my mom, you know, she, 
she left my dad and you know when she got with my dad she was in high school and and think about think about what what a household meant look at them they had them already you know a lot of times they were prearranged back then you know or it was just known or you know I my mean, mom she was just very self-motivated growing up she had two three jobs and put herself through through school you know so ignorance definitely wasn't an excuse but then she's got five sisters that are younger than her and the the story was a lot different you know yeah right i just know that um what was beaten into many of ours taken um not shared of those that came before us you know for them you know um and then the ones that even though it was denied kept whatever they went after it and that is part of what was passed down in all of those teachings that I'm able to speak right now and have this conversation and share this space with you, right? This reflective space. Um, you know, we came, we, we came from the fucking mud. We came from nothing, you know? But what we did come from was truth. And it's that resiliency that we continue, you know, to try to be that light and encourage other relatives, you know, to have one of these, you know, these are the, these are touchy subjects, you know, they're not often, um, had in, um, any space, you know, and relatives, I just want you to know that, um, we, are coming to you within a safe space. We've created this safe circle and we've asked you to join in and be a part of the conversation or just listen, you know? And, you know, my sister here, you know, she is, she's all that and then some, you know, that bag of chips and then that, you know, that soda, <laughs> you know, I am so proud of Leah, you know, and, you know, to be able to have this conversation right now about what does this mean, you know, without getting caught up in, you know, some tribal, you know, Democracy, or I don't, I politics. I mean, do you get what I'm saying? Without, oh no, and 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 you know, just to be able to 
no, it's this way, not that way. And right, right. Or I, we know, or that is, or you know what I mean? Or don't do even... that. You're not supposed to say yeah. that. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And or come to find about... out, come to find out, you know, especially a lot of tribes that I know out here, we have tribes that didn't always get along and, and then they all, the, you know, the fear-based systems, that was all set set in place by um, by those that westernized thinking. And so to come find out, you know, our ways were all meant to be uh, with love front and center. Um, that's, that's comforting to know that... Um, you know, it's okay not to know. Cause I used to have, I used to have a uh, guilt for not knowing a whole lot, you know, not knowing my language, not knowing. And, um, and so I'm grateful that I was able to dive in to some of that. Um, after, you know, our, our tribe started putting out, um, you know, sharing, sharing our, our knowledge, our elders coming and sharing knowledge and, you know, sharing language. But thank you for saying those things. Um, but it doesn't always look perfect and it ain't, ain't ever perfect or a bowl of cherries. Like we can be wounded healers. It, it's okay to be. Um, and I was just talking about this with somebody earlier today. Like the best thing that a mentor or somebody I looked up to did was show me that they weren't perfect like show me their imperfections and say you know oh I screwed up or you know it doesn't have to look perfect so I know for myself before I started um, my healing journey which I'm still on and I'm still just a baby in it you know um, is that I had this perspective that it had to be this certain way and and it doesn't it doesn't it, it's you know we learn as we go and we're only human but I love the fact that you were talking about that that you know we wasn't even supposed to be here we weren't we you know you look at some of that uh information that gets put out you know like 98% of our people, you know, genocide, genocide is real, but how great it is that we overcame that and they didn't take us out. We're, we're still here. And I, I yeah. And I want to, I want to, um, thank you. Um, just for reiterating, you know, I also, want to acknowledge the bravery it took for each within those generations, within those families to go and seek that knowledge. No matter what time or date it came to them, they still went out and and sought it 
you know, even when it was denied, even when it was, you know, a door slammed in your face, when you were denied, you know, um, that inclusion. Right. Or that practice, that right. You know, that it takes a lot of courage and I want to acknowledge your courage. I want to acknowledge our other relatives who, you know, fuck, man, you know what it's like. It's, it's when you, when you, when you've had the journey that both you and I are pretty similar. Yeah. You know, we weren't always red road. No. I, was about it, is, about it, about it, about it, I was about it. You, you get what I'm saying? Catch me outside. <laughs> Just to be funny. You know what I mean? Catch me out. You know? That's who I was. You know? I wasn't thinking about learning nothing. <laughs> I knew you it all. Recognize, you get what I'm saying? You better recognize who I am. Like, you know what I mean? I had this chip on, this false, you know, um, belief of who I was, you know, versus who I am. And who I thought I was versus who I am are totally different. You know, I still walk and talk that First Nations, you know, no matter what side of, of, of my belief I thought I was, you know, it, it ain't, it, listen, ain't a motherfucker out here who can stop my grind or stop my shine, you know? Right. That's right. <laughs> and, you know, that fucking big ass mouth of mine has gotten me into some fucking places I should have shit I should have known better <laughs> you know what I mean but shit I, I fucking made it out I know that and I am thankful for that making it out and that wanting more just like you you know and just like a lot of our other relatives and this conversation started out with seventh generation and what it's like to raise that eighth generation. And I know uh, the mama in you and the mama that you are, ooh, ain't nothing better or, you know, than those babies that you, you know, you you bless this world with you know just like mine you know there's nothing better than uh, my children will always be the better version of me you know every single one of them they are you know I I, I hold no I hold no flame to their you know their light you know they are they are fabulous and you know, uh, oh man, it's, 
<laughs> Man, and I ain't never met anybody tougher than me until I met them. <laughs> That's right. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh my goodness, you know, I've had my, uh, listen, for many years, you know, mine were, you, mine are 31, 30, 29, 22, and 12. And so those, I got one girl out the, out the deal. <laughs> Look, I said out the deal. <laughs> and, you know, may creator bless us. We will have one more coming soon. You know, um, my son my youngest boy we're trying to bring his sister home so he has um stepped up and done a intervention in her adoption as her brother me oh. acting as you know the well the tribal representative but also um you know, under his direction, you know, and it really makes me real, real proud, you know, that that boy, you know, um, he, that he let me, you know, help him, you yes. know, you know, and so we're, we're, you know, we'll have another, you know, sister coming, you know, but, um, them, the older ones, they're all boys. Wow. And, you know, they were, oh my goodness, they were tough and, you know, very charismatic, you know what I mean? They would open doors and hold your hand and then, you know, have the police knocking at your door. <laughs> Mom, you know what I'm saying? And you just look at him like, what, what did you do this time? You know, that, whoo, it was tough raising mine. It was really tough. You know, I was in positions they took, you know, themselves away from me, you know. But, man, once they grew up, I mean, they're not grown. I, I think... All of us, honestly, should be given the right as a child until we're 30, you know, as, you know, Mama's a, a, baby. A, and have parental responsive, you know, have a parent responsible for us, you know, right. whatever, <laughs> you know, but, you know, um, be honest, I put my mom all kinds of shit you know yeah and it you know they say it's a curse when you know your mom says you're gonna have kids just like you I don't think it's a curse I just think it's just <coughs> <coughs> That's life, you know. Yeah. Because uh, that energy, you know, it always re it returns to you. 
Oh boy, I, and and I'm feeling that now. And I just want to say, like, <coughs> it's hard raising teenagers to stay in age, and I don't think I've cried so much. <laughs> I, I'm a ball bag. I cry every day. Oh my oh. gosh, I know. And does your day does your day not begin yeah. or end without them? Making me cry. <laughs> oh my God. Well, I'm just saying, I don't, I'm not allowed to go to sleep until they, you, you get what I'm saying? There's five of them. Yeah. So I got five personalities <laughs> every other hour, right? <laughs> yeah. And so I either go to sleep, you know, when the last one's called, or I'm waking up to the first one or the last one you know what I mean so you know that parenting is a full-time job that's right it is and it's it, it it's one I am honored to have um I wish I would have shown my mother a little more respect you know um and some of the things that I chose rather than choosing to listen to her you know, this, and I know it's true for my children. My children tell me all the time that they apologize for being who they were, you know. Oh, um, that's awesome. You know, and I, I look at that next generation, you know, and I am in so inspired by them. Yeah. Like, I mean, don't you agree? Just like the definition of, you know, my niece you gave. Right? Right. When I I have no fear. You know, of our future. Not when it's in their hands, but while it's still in our hands, I have some issues. You know, yeah, we don't have a lot of relatives walking the walk or talking the talk. We have a lot of still parentless children. Like our parents running around. And here's the thing on parenting. I think I, 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 I didn't know my my real dad and I was molested by my stepdad removed from the home at nine nine until I got married I was in foster care and I got married when I was 15 had my son at 19 so you know I you wouldn't believe that my thought on parenting would be this, that um, I think we all have the potential of 100 years plus, okay, of living. And so, so what? I didn't meet my dad until I was 12. 12 out of 100 years is nothing, you know? That's a really good way to look at it. You know, I, I think it is, um, it, I, I, you're always going to need a parent 
you know, as no matter how old you are, you know, and, you know, I, parenting doesn't come with a handbook. It never has. We just need to stay in a studious state, I think. Right? Because I don't know shit. And I don't know how much shit you know. <laughs> right? Right. If I, if, I, if I don't know shit, Leah. <laughs> I must not know nothing. No, I'm just kidding. Well, I'm not saying you must not know nothing, but I'm saying. I'd be lost if you didn't woman, know nothing. I don't know nothing. <laughs> and you better not ever think I know nothing. You know, don't believe Nothing I say. <laughs> go and find out on your own. That's you know? right. Go go research. Oh Back my check. god. Just go through it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I have hope. I have belief in this next generation that we are raising. Me too. So much. And they inspire me. And, you know, I'm hoping that there will be more aunties that step up, you know, because, you know, we've had this conversation before about, you know, even our babies in foster care. You know, if relatives, if you don't know who is speaking tonight, we are talking with, you know, Montana's task force, one of the leaders, okay, for murdered and missing indigenous relatives, as well as, you know, um, you're speaking with one of Nebraska's task force leaders for murdering and missing indigenous relatives. And we have crossed all kinds of barriers and path, you know, and um, doors, you know, we've, we've overcome some tough barriers as the indigenous women the past that both of us have lived, right? You know, because, you know, someone's always judging you off of, you know, your past, you know, rather than staying in the present, which is where we only have control. We have no control of the past. We have no control of the future. But that present, we've got all types of control over that. And in our present, as Leah today and in April today, way you honey ha win, Indy for one, whomever, you know, mm. that's bravery. That's courage. That is consistency. That is um, healing. 
That's right. You know? What do you want to leave relatives with, sister? I'd like to leave relatives with, you know, we are the only ones that can stand in front of our dreams coming true, our goals being met. Um, if someone, if, if females like us can come from, from the gutter that we were in at one point and rebuild ourselves over and over, not just once, not just twice, like we, we put ourselves through it and we went through it. Um, but I just want you to know wherever you're at in life, you are loved. You are, are encouraged. You are supported. And, um, Anytime you want, you know, we'll, we'll hold space for you. We'd love for you to contact us, get a hold of us, and, you know, you can do whatever it is you want to do. And it doesn't have to look picture perfect. You make it what you want to make it. Um, and thank you. Thank you for listening tonight. Or today, where whenever you're hearing it, <laughs> <laughs> I agree. And and um, you know, you're welcome to join the conversation too, relatives. You know, we would love you know to have others join in on the conversation or the topic, or even bring us conversations or topics or medicines or knowledge or teachings you know maybe maybe you have something you want to talk about just as you know uh, whatever whatever we will hold that space for you we will create that safe circle to have that conversation, to feel empowered and, you know, exercise that bravery, you know? Guys and the demons. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thank you, sister, for a great topic. You know, this was your idea tonight about having that um, conversation about raising, you know, the eighth generation, you know. Um, and thank you for sharing your, you know, journey as seventh generation, you know. Oh, well, thank you for having me. You're welcome. And um, again, relatives, you know who this is. This is Inner Tribal Radio, and this is Auntie Talk. Time to talk with aunties. We'll see you next week. <laughs>
or we'll hear you'll hear us next week My name is Dave Swallow Jr. I was born on the Pine Ridge Indian Reservation and lived there all my life, you know. In the Lakota way, my name is Wawita Yuhamani, which translates into uh, walk with pride. I was given that name by my Lakota people. The message that I'm supposed to bring is uh, the message we call Mitakwe Oyasne. Mitakwe Oyasne is a Lakota word meaning all my relations, you know, all my relatives, which includes the tree, the earth, the sky, the air, the water, everything. And, uh, all the four-legged and things that crawl, and the two-legged and things that fly. The Creator made all of this, you know, and each one of them has a purpose here on this earth. Here. That is why we call it mitaki you know, When you die, you don't know what you're going to become of, but when you leave this world, your body returns to the earth to fertilize it again. So it could be part of the grass, part of a herb, part of a medicine, part of a tree, part of something, you know, like that. Today I'm talking about my spiritual life. You know, my spiritual life as a Mitakwayas. For instance, this land here, I'm talking here on the Black Hills, the sacred land of my grandfathers and their grandfathers. And uh, today when I come through here, all the buffaloes were gone. And my ancestors were gone. And there were many roads and fences and many cows. And my own land, I cannot go nowhere because I seen posted of no trespassing. And it hurts my heart to see it says this land is for sale. In my own land. My grandfather said this is a sacred place, a holy place, the heart of Mother Earth. Then I seen them cutting trees for nothing because they're going to build a road here in the Black Hills again. My great great ancestors, my grandfathers and their grandfathers, crazy horse, they wanted to preserve this land for their grandchildren, which is us. They don't want no roads, they don't want no wire, no fence, nothing. When the first time Columbus came, this was land of free. Land of free. There was no tax. There was no ordinances, only the laws of the Creator. So today, I'm very happy to come here, then I feel sad again. Because you know? today we were placed on a small reservation known as uh, a Shannon County. And my people learned the uh, European way, so they steal from one another and hate one another 
and cheated one another, stole one another's wife, money, car, and the fight about whose land and trespassing and all that. See? And that is not a Lakota way. And the Lakota way, first you have to think about, see the person's heart. You got to see the heart, you know, and understand that man, that human. Because that person was made by the Creator. He was made by Creator. Creator made a red man and a black man, a yellow man and a white man. Four mans he made. He didn't make a Catholic and Episcopal. He didn't make none of these. This world is made in the beginning a spiritual world not a religious world. Spiritual and religious is two different things that persons has to understand. See? So when he made these men, they made them as brothers, all of them, the medicine wheel. See? So when we're going to talk about and say, Metakwe, Oyas, and all my relations, we have to mean it from here. We cannot go back with a fly spray and spray the cockroach. That's against the laws of the Creator. You must justify why, why you want to kill an insect. Why you want to kill a snake. Why you want to kill another human being. Why do you want to take the tree down? What does it say to you? So this is when we're going to talk about Metakuyas, it's all over the world. You know, I travel this world, and the message I bring is Metakuyas, all my relations. All my relatives, that's it, like that. In the real spiritual way, there's no criticism, there's no racial, there's no discrimination, anything in the spiritual way. So if you're going to be a spiritual person, you better be a spiritual person. You know? And otherwise, if you're not going to be spiritual, don't come around spiritual. Simple. As simple as yes and no, that's it. Simple as that. Because we are the seventh generation. The seventh generation of mixed bloods. That's who we are. There's only few originals, aboriginals. You know, my wife, Nyla, she's uh, one of the aboriginals. And uh, her grandfather, Samuel Helper, was in the Wounded Knee Massacre. But Samuel Helper survived that massacre. That is why my wife is here. And that is a evidence right there. See? So when we're going to say metakweyase, metakweyase, we're going to have to come from your heart. You know? Not from your tongue or not from your mind. You know? Because today the seventh generation is the last generation. After this, there is no more generation. The future is here, present, right here. And like the prophecies have said, fire starts all over. Not this forest fire, this wars. You know, they awakened the beast. And now the beast is up. And it's going to make its round, and the last stop it's going to stop is here on this turtle island. 
And that's the time it is going to be important whether you're spiritual or you're a Republican government. It's going to be very important. Because where they awaken, the beast is when the two towers fall down. Crazy Horse once said, on the June month, 1876, somewhere back there, and his last one, he said, they become brighter than day, he said, and great ashes fall from sky and cover the earth. He said. The next morning, God's children live again, he said, where the new grass grow and the water was clear, he said, a new day has come. That's what he said. Now we are here. When he says they become brighter than day, what does he really mean? You know? And when he said great ashes fall from sky, cover the earth, he said, This is right here. See? Nostradamus' prediction is over there. Creator put this man in each continent to predict what's going to happen. See? And this is now. But they don't want to listen to this Indian. Because he's an uneducated Indian, you know. This Indian, they think they have a mental problem because he speaks to the air and he speaks to the rocks and trees and everything that's around, see. You know, I hope you get this message. Because when the day has come and when it gets closer, they said, we're going to sing with our ancestors. And we're going to dance with our ancestors. And after that, we're going to live with our ancestors. See? So, Mitak Vyas, it covers all the way around. All the way. Say you, not say you. 
time you see my face. How does it feel? How does it feel? How does it feel? I survived. I remain. I'm alive. Every time you look at me. How does it feel? How does it feel? How does it feel that I survived? I remain. I'm alive. How does it feel every time you look at me? Took the straps and threw and made a meal. Tightened up my bootstraps and ran my drills. Every curve I swerved. Assassination attempts after attempts. Genocide survivors. The end of your lives. Took my spirit back. Took the land back. Language restored. Medicine growing. Bundles we bundled. My people so strong. Still holding on. Chosen ones can't be killed. My dignity intact. The trauma in my DNA. You, I will not obey. No chain around my neck no modern slave now try and take these babies next to me those boarding school babies you killed captain unchi makaz embrace pushed up by the ancestors you will face the atrocities you will answer for this history won't be erased turning all your offsprings into my allies no more gun lines chalk outlines or fault lines we are the majority living ancestors Acting accordingly, watch how we heal So sovereign and free Those lost to the weapon of colonization All the suicides, addictions You will face Controlled no longer by one power Sovereign land and people No longer dependent no longer getting in our own way. War wounds now scars. Now accepted them as gifts. Putting up prayers. Cedar, sage, sweetgrass, tobacco down for you too. Accept these prayers. And go in peace. Try and right your wrongs. Burn green, yes, Lord. <laughs>
Nobody knows you. Your battery days, you got no juice. Nobody knows you. Your battery days, you got no juice. What is you talking about? I had that corner talk you out. Fuck is you talking about? Fuck is you talking about? I had that corner talk you out. What the fuck is you talking about? These niggas is hoes. They pay for acknowledgement on the beat. I ain't got time for it. I never asked for a dime. If I wanted to shine, had to go out and grind. Speak on my name. I'm popping your ass. Yeah. Killed all the snakes in my grass. He messy as fuck like a lot of these bags. He got hit with the Mac. Now we shit in the bag. Yeah. If I said it, I meant it. I'm so relentless and bitch. I don't show forgiveness. The rental is tenant. They can't see who's in it. And I don't got one code of finish. I bounce out of splatter your shit. Catch you in traffic and beat up your whip. Tie your feet to cement. Throw you off the bridge. Now you sleep with the fish. Snitch. Nobody knows you. Your battery days, you got no juice. Nobody knows you. Your battery days, you got no juice. What is you talking about? I had that corner talk you out. Fuck is you talking about? Fuck is you talking about? I had that corner talk you out. What the fuck is you talking about? Yeah, DOA when I catch you. Left gunpowder residue all on my sweatsuit. Had to burn up the clothes, kept my mouth closed. Hell no, I never exposed. I don't trust hoes. They know the back go fuck around and get swamped over those. All of my bros doing time in the pen. Yeah, and they all level foes. Don't nobody know you. Spread rumors like hoes do. My game is by coastal. 20 pack of the gas and it's straight through the postal. The niggas is local, but we going global. You in need of some guidance, I'll teach you. If you ever cross game, I'ma leave you. Your battery dead, you got no juice. Motherfuck you and your whole crew. Nobody knows you. Your battery dead, you got no juice. Nobody knows you. Your battery dead, you got no juice. What is you talking about? I had that corner talk you out. Fuck is you talking about? What the fuck is you talking about? I had that corner talk you out. What the fuck is you talking about? I'm talking game. They call it board talk. Rode my wave all the way to the boardwalk. I'm talking game. They call it board talk. Rode my wave all the way to the boardwalk. European SUV with your BM. Balenciaga Fendi Prada when she see him. European SUV with your BM. Balenciaga Fendi Prada when she see him. Nobody knows you. Your battery days, you got no juice. Nobody knows you. Your battery days, you got no juice. What is you talking about? I had that corner talk you out. Fuck is you talking about? Fuck is you talking about? I had that corner talk you out. What the fuck is you talking about? I'm from a whole different era, man. I don't understand these cats, man. I mean, I hear you, but I don't feel you. Speak up. Say what's on your mind, bro. Better watch your tone. I mean, everybody entitled to their opinion, right? Better watch your tone. I mean, better watch your tone. What you saying, though? Better watch your tone. So that's how you feeling.
watch your tone. You bitch boy, better watch your tone. Hey bitch boy, better watch your tone. Life is show like a crap game. I thank God I didn't crap Amen. out. So many roads I could have traveled down more times than not. I took the back route. Barely sober, trying to keep it straight. People changing at a rapid rate. They full of envy, wanna take my place. But that AR purchase that'll keep me safe. Hope they don't push my buttons. Hope they don't try nothing. I don't wanna kill nobody. Fuck sitting in court in a care suit bottle. I was gonna fly like a feather in the wind or a parachute partner. I don't really care if you partner. Ain't finna fake like it either. Too busy in pursuit of decimals and the commas. Hollywood drama. I don't even watch that. That new shit they doing can't adopt that. For that, you'll see me on the beach eating a motherfucking peach and a speedo on a top hat. Oh, you think that's a joke? Rethink that. Tugboat, I'll sink that If you wanna stay afloat, leave me the fuck alone And I mind my own, I'll repeat that I'll be minding my own with a zip of the cush No bullshit, straight to the dome Got a feeling I'll be sitting on millions In a couple more years, won't need no loans I realize I ain't got no peers All original sears, better watch your tone You motherfuckers better watch your tone You motherfuckers better watch your tone Watch your tone You talk about it, better be about it You bitch boys Better watch your tone You bitch boys Better watch your tone Hey bitch Don't chase no bitches, man, unless it's part of the plan And I certainly don't chase clout Realize who you talking to I'm a thousand grams, a P of 50 bands in a drop You can call me a hot damn commodity Seeking wealth on some top shelf pottery Don't know about yours, but man, my flows Make a bitch write a whole new policy Wasn't even thinking about cheating Now you're keeping out with me, I'm just here for the economy Nothing new, it's the same old suit Just a brand new recruit, same game, monopoly Told the bitch, keep up quick, follow me And I keep it one thousand, no mind game Gave a little bit of dick in Exchange, had her screaming my name, said I cure her migraine Baby girl, just a part of my supply chain You know my supply, got a D, man He said, Rich, I'm trying to be just like you I'm like, yeah, 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 we'll see, man See, to me, that's the wrong thing to be, man Do you stay true, don't freelance Motherfuckers die every day trying to be somebody else That are who they meant to be, man Who you meant to be, man Talk about it, better be about it, you bitch boys Better watch your tone You bitch boys Better watch your tone Hey, bitch boys Better watch your tone You talk about it, better be about it you bitch boys, better watch your tone. You bitch boys, better watch your tone. Hey bitch boy, better watch your tone. You talk about it, better be about it. You bitch boys, better watch your tone. You bitch boys, better watch your tone. Hey bitch boy, better watch your tone. You talk about it, better be about it. You bitch boys, better watch your tone. You bitch boys, better watch your tone. Hey bitch boy, better watch your tone. Suicide, my life was saved on the rest I started on the rest of an artist on the rest 
ass And then I left for school and I was hardly on the rest It's hard being gone but it's harder on the rest Sometimes I act heartless cause my heart is on the rest My mama on the rest and she can't find a job My grandma on the rest and every day she pray to God Why God forgot about us, history's taught without us They're living on our land but ain't nobody thought about us I'm writing songs about us because I miss my home I tell the world about you and how you made me strong I really think this was the best place to uh, raise a big family because they were out in the country and they learned, learned a lot. Love is the most important thing and it's got to be sincere. One thing I taught my kids was never to discriminate against nobody, to love everybody. I'm reconnecting with my sister, healing wounds when my brother survives some dark things I talk through with my mother. I try to forgive my father, but some days it's harder. Me and my mama struggle, he wouldn't even bother. The struggle made me smile, I woke Sape Otehi. I had to learn to let go for creator to bless me. Why people, they stress me, my people, they stress me, but until the day I die, Address me, I'll take you back to the rest, take you back to the spot where the settlers are cold and the summers are high and the cattle got sold. My mom almost got shot. Stories we never told, some we wish we forgot. Wanna keep Suyapo, now we gotta remember. Like burying loved ones in the cold of the winter. Or playing with your cousins under the summer sun. Hear the spirits of our ancestors like thunderous drums. Yeah. Welcome to the Ville 
talking, please stop talking. I keep it 91 plus 9, I call that Dennis Rodman. Spotlight too bright, I need some shade. Make it super ugly. Too many people be too faced. Super ugly. Okay, say what you say about me, homie. Say what you say. But what goes around, go come around, my homie. I, I, I don't need no new friends, just bananas only. Ever sick, I've been forever sick, homie. I bet it all on me. You get right, I will. I rock no Jesus peace. I like my copper shield. Hey, you know, talk is cheap. That don't pay the bills. That boy, too nice. Ninja, please. Welcome to the Ville. They said we change, but all that changes. We don't come in peace. Used to ask for change to eat. Now we Uber Eats. They told me not to speak because of the accent on my speech.
why you bite my rhymes. I got past the path between then and now As a matter of fact, I got 
college, you got caught by dad in bed with an older man. Although it's painful to think of, it makes me sick to my stomach. I don't know what to believe. I shouldn't have listened to Sonny. Now it's funny to think that I thought you were different. How could I be so fucking stupid? God, I'm so ignorant. Whatever, I get it then. We both had our differences. But I bet you fits the so tight in belligerence. I don't know if it's true. You had relations with dude. But I heard 22, six years older than you. What kind of twist is that? Girl, you only 16. This made me so mad. It made me wanna click clean. It sickens me. My pain so deep. It wants to scream. I wish I had some keys of cocaine to keep me free. But I smashed that. My habits died hard and I'm past that. So I cried out my heart. Now I've changed. I'm on my way. I keep intact my anguish. No more love, pain, or hate. I'm on the path to greatness. So I say this. It's done. It's over with. Shit, I used to love you and I'm grown and I'm older and I will be a soldier when it comes to you. But until that day, I gotta do what I'm supposed to do. My friend, my friend, gone through hard times. We've been down and out and yet we survived. My friend, my friend, sometimes I wanna cry. So I bow down my head and tighten my side. My friend, my friend, your love to me is priceless. It means more to me than money, gold, and diamonds. My friend, my friend, you're irreplaceable. You can't ever be replaced by any of these hoes. And I don't give a fuck, yeah, you know I be leaving Smoking pounds and you already know I be chiefing I be on the cloud, best believe it, best believe it Ayy, and you know it's going down 5-5 five, five, and you know we smoking pounds Light it up, light it up, then we burn it up All you motherfuckers, yeah, you know we turn it up Ayy, got my shawty with the good weed Ayy, and we smoking that TAC Ayy, 1 in 7 kings, we be killing every beat Posted in 5 on 3 yeah, I'm so sick of y'all shit. 
said I'm so sick of your shit, but I'm smoking up for you. Yeah, I'm so sick of your shit, but I'm smoking up for you. I'ma roll it, smoke it. I'ma smoking up for you. I'ma roll it, smoke it. I'ma smoking up for you. Said I'm so sick of your shit, but I'm smoking up for you. So sick of love songs, but I'm in love with you So sick of love movies, but ideas what we gon' do Had some up and downs, both need a real one Made it through the storm, my night, no more might come We learn from mistakes, we gon' keep it live Give them your chain to my peace, I'm tryna get high Hella comfortable sometimes, we need a reminder We get lost, being parents are worth being a blinder No matter how mad, yeah, we right back This is a life contract, ain't no going back We riding till we take our last breath Put up with so much, I'm thinking to my death But I'm smoking up for you. I'ma roll it, smoke it. I'ma smoking up for you. I'ma roll it, smoke it. I'ma smoking up for you. Said I'm so sick of your shit, but I'm smoking up for you. It's crazy. It's like you love someone so much you get sick of each other. But you know at the end of the day that's your person. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. For the acting, grateful for promoters and the venues that I've wrapped in. Grateful for the stars, grateful for the clouds. I'm grateful that someday I may have a son to make me proud. Like I hope I make my dad. Cause sometimes we had some ill feelings, some ill words, too many to add. I'm glad you met moms and took the next step. But I'm most grateful for the fact that you never left. And I'm grateful to the fathers who decide not to cop out. Kids need guidance and to be told not to drop out. Grateful for each and every person that I met. And even more grateful to the ones that show respect. And not just to me, but to others as well The people I respect, feel it back as far as I can tell I'm grateful for the urge to do the best I can do And if you feel what I'm saying, then I'm grateful for you It was cold and it was dark when I met you Felt like I had no one to turn to And you reached out your hands for me Oh, that's why I'm so grateful And you stuck by my side, this is true To be blessed with the hunger to learn And for seeing that the greatest gifts ain't given but earned And there were times in my life when my spirit was crushed I didn't know where to turn, let alone who to trust I'm grateful for a woman who backs my every move She knows that I'm real and I got nothing to prove 
I'm grateful to have shared a stage of relegant touch For all I get, still I try not to ask for too much I'm grateful for the time invested into my crew And to inspire up and comers down on the avenue It's up to you if you wanna follow my lead You can't succeed, just look at Jay Laron to me And I'm grateful that my grandma got to see what I've done And that I'm chock full of greatness, man, pardon the pun I'm grateful that butter pushed me to stick with it I'm grateful to have lived it And grateful that I get it It was cold and it was dark when I met you Felt like I had no one to turn to And you reached out your hands for me Oh, that's why I'm so grateful And you stuck by my side, this is true Try to change, but I'll always stay the same, yeah 
Underneath the stars is born Life I'll never fake I'll look forward to tomorrow While I'm living with the sorrow Cause I know it's no mistake Yeah, I know it's no mistake I'll look forward to tomorrow Cause it's something they will hate Yeah, I've been focused They all know what I took A dip inside that river Ended up inside the ocean Yeah, steady rolling I kept it flowing I can't deal with all these shivers So I'm sipping on this potion Yeah, I've been focused They all know what I took A dip inside that river
one thing for me Love yourself And have self-belief And know Anything is within reach As long As you believe Real quick, say I was down in the darkness I didn't have no sight And I I, I didn't feel right in the night, I found my God. Oh, now I know I can do anything. It's possible. So love yourself. Oh, please do this. And won't you understand you're perfectly flawed? Oh, yeah. Oh, just love yourself. That's all I ask. And oh, I love you all. Yeah. Thank you. Amazing, brother. One part corn, three parts water, say a little prayer. Give thanks to the mother. One part corn, three parts water, say a little prayer. Give thanks to the mother. I was a child of the commons. No one owned the land. Where the medicine grew Where I came to understand One part corn, three parts water Say a little prayer, give thanks to the mother One part corn, three parts water Say a little prayer, give thanks to the mother In the garden, the majesty grew. Here in the garden, sacred stories are true. Still, while the sunlight shines upon my days, here before the mystery, I bow, I pray for grace. One part corn, three parts water, say a little prayer, give thanks to the mother. One part corn, three parts water, say a little prayer, give thanks to the mother. Simple, so simple, the needs of a man. Driven to excess, he'll starve his own plan. I pray that he reign in the horses of doom. I pray that he give back all he's brought to ruin. Listen, oh listen, I hear your mama call. 
song. One part corn, three parts water. Say a little prayer. Give thanks to the mother. One part corn, three parts water. Say a little prayer. Give thanks to the mother. Medicine woman. Medicine woman. Medicine woman. Medicine woman. Oh, I came to understand. <laughs> Hey, 
Well, first off, I'd like to say mikaki up to each and every one of you. My name is Keith Deskini. I'm going to share a little bit about a topic that's dear to my heart. There's a lot of people out there who will talk about medicine men. And they'll say things like, okay, start it over. Oh boy, this is a tough one. You know, medicine men, they get a bad rap. What's even worse is that they go through a lot for the people. And those same people will give them a hard time. So it's a big circle of hard time for that medicine man. And nowadays, there's a lot of fake medicine men and foolers, ones who wouldn't really suffer for their people. My grandpa Robert Steed, he was my great grandpa. He suffered a lot for the people, for his people. And you got guys out there like Nathan Chasing Horse who lie. The first time I went to Gathering the Nation's powwow in 2009 or 2010, Nathan Chasing Horse said a prayer. Said that Grandpa Robert Steed made him a medicine man. And that's not true, that's a lie. You can't make medicine men. No man has that power or that right to make another medicine man. That's the Wawakon we talk about. Is that power that Creator gives. No man on this earth can give bundles or Make somebody a medicine man. That comes from the creator. And there's a lot of foolers and a lot of fake medicine men nowadays. Talk about spider bundles and other types of bundles. When really the power of the Wawaka is given from creator. And I say Wawaka a lot. That's that ability to do miracles. To heal the people. That doesn't come from man. Robert Steed would say that he's the vessel and that he's the body, but the power comes from him. We're going through a really hard time right now because there's no medicine men left. And the ones that are here, a lot of them are fooling. A lot of them are faking. But one thing I want to talk to you about is I want you to pray. Because your thoughts... And what's in your heart, what makes you you, is powerful. If you look down, take a look at your skin. Creator gave you that body. And there's only one of you. Out of eight billion some odd people here on this earth, there's only one of you. So that means you're special. What gifts and talents, what makes you. What's inside of you, that's what makes you special. And so you can pray, and Creator will hear you. Spirits, your relatives, they'll hear you. And so don't trust in 
fake medicine men or people who say that they could do this or that for you for monetary gift or for this in return but have trust in in the big holy Wakantanka have trust in yourself that you have everything you need in your mind, body and your spirit to make your dreams to make everything all of your endeavors come true to make to make it so that you could do anything you put your mind to. But, uh, we're having a hard time here. So do your best. Do the best you can. We're